Hello, I'm Chandra. I'm a professor of practice at the Indian School of Business in the area of organization behavior. I additionally teach strategic human capital management and human capital studies are my area of specialization research. Today, I'm here to talk to you about my views on the future of work. And future of work, as you know, is a much discussed subject. At the same time, we still have to get a comprehensive understanding of what the future holds for us. And also the bias I have is that the important reason why we should discuss the future of work is not merely to suffer it or analyze it, but to actually shape it and to build our future the way we want. So on that note, let me first paint the big picture of the future of work for you. The future of work as we experience it today is impacting us in three important dimensions. One is the work itself, another is the workspace where we are working, and another is the characteristic of the workforce that is delivering this work. So actually the future of work at one level of analysis is at the intersection between work, workspace, and workforce. But these three elements of the future of work in turn are actually influenced by a number of other factors. So for example, if you take workspace, then workspace today is not a single monolithic office. When people stopped commuting to the big cities and the big work locations, we also saw how co-working spaces grew and how workspaces are getting redesigned for more collaboration than mere marking the presence as it were, and how in this kind of a world, the future is about far more immersive video technologies that are deployed for making work more seamless. So those are forces that are shaping the future of the space of work. Now come to the space of workforce. The workforce characteristics have clearly changed. Demographics is a big shape future influence on work. Youngsters, millennials, Gen Zs, they are getting into workforce in a big way. And because of them, work is taking not the old, you know, join as a management trainee, retire as a chairman kind of a model, but workforce which is more fluid, more nimble, more mobile, more nomadic, if you like, gig workers, freelancers, job shared, moving around all the time. That is the kind of, you know, workforce that we are going to get. The work itself is going to, undergoing a lot of change. A lot of the work that we are traditionally used to do can actually be today be done by robots. So the whole new rise of the robotics, artificial intelligence, machine learning, and also all the associated technologies, the 3D printing, number of other technologies that mark the industry 4.0 revolution, they are all actually influencing the work itself. So there are three things that we must know, that work, workspace, and workforce, all the three are changing constantly and creating a new future. Hybrid work is a future that has already arrived. It's not a future that is yet to happen. Pandemic has forced this future on us and post-pandemic has made it very possible that we have discovered the joys and the fruits of being able to be away from a place called work, what we call untethered from the workplace and the freedom of working from anywhere. We have tasted that, so we are choosing that. But at the same time, we are missing the joys of coming together, 
the social ties, the bonding, the intimate interactions, the creative brainstorming that is possible when people come together in a place called work. So what has kind of workforces across the continent, what have they done? They have come to a nice kind of a compromise and a blend where they would bring the, the freedom of working from anywhere with the necessity of working in a given place for certain tasks. And when they combine the two, we have the arrival of the hybrid work. This hybrid work is based in turn on a couple of important forces. The big one is the changing demographics. So clearly the young people of the world were a very large portion, at least in India, as you know, we're a very young and youthful country. There was a summary of what we find from research and what we observe as we work with youngsters at the workplaces. We see two forces that seem to shape the new attitudes and the new requirements for the workplace. One is this whole need for autonomy. Youngsters are clearly saying, we don't want to be told what to do every day. Give us the ability to determine our pace of work in our ways, help us work, not manage us to work. As youngsters are saying that, it's causing a huge change in the way we are organized and we are leading. What is working is when autonomy is provided, is working, and I'll show you a lot of research that is supporting that. And the second demand of the younger workforce is flexibility. They want to decide their schedules, they want to manage their work and life balance better, and they certainly want to have more flexible approaches they're, not, they're, they're afraid of, they don't like, they have a strong distaste for rigid bureaucratic controls. And so research is telling us that these are not forces that are inimical to work organizations and results. Let's understand this clearly. There is this very important research that Nicholas Bloom, the famous professor of Stanford with his colleagues did in a large company in China called C-Trip, 16,000 employees. And what do they find? They took people to work from home and also they worked from office. And people said on all those days they worked from home, there was a 13% increase in performance. Not much more percentage of people spending more minutes per shift than ever before with fewer breaks, fewer sick days. Basically, the quiet, the undisturbed environments in which they worked, and largely because they could decide it on their own, the autonomy that they experienced because they worked on their own terms from the home and not under the nose of a controlling manager, we saw great support by data that work from home actually can be extremely productive than the noisy interfering offices. We saw further research evidence in uh, more studies. Uh, the study of Jonathan, as reported in the, in the area of neurophysiology, is a very interesting study about how autonomy actually improves individual and group productivity. I won't go into the details of the study, but this is again something that was done across cultures. And yet a, an important study which talks about how if a supervisor has a preference, such a managerial style that provides autonomy, it's called the autonomy supportive style, then it kind of revalidates our theory of self-determination. As you know, the theory of self-determination says that if you allow people to determine for themselves what they do, then obviously the outcomes are far better. And in this case, the outcomes were 
true for various age groups and the study as reported in the Applied Psychology Journal is a very significant data to support autonomous supportive styles of managers. If we go to the issue of flexibility, again, a number of studies are supporting that flexibility is directly related to firm performance and very positive outcomes. When telecommuting and teleworking flexibility was allowed in a given study of Sanchez and others, we see a lot more improvement in firm performance. Let me allude to another famous study of uh, our own uh, Indian origin professor, Prithviraj Choudhury, who is at Harvard. And he studied, interestingly, uh, the concept of work from anywhere. In the United States Patent and Trademark Office, as he studied in a fairly longitudinal study about uh, the results of people given a choice to work from anywhere, how such a transition actually increased the output by close to 5% the various mechanisms that even from work from home to work from anywhere, just that freedom, not just working from home, but working from anywhere, created large amount of positive outcomes for the organization. Further studies, also like the study of Rostogi and others, I can go on, quite a few studies have actually proved that autonomy and flexibility are important contributors and influencers to productivity, to engagement, to satisfaction, and workplace outcomes. I am wanting to draw your attention to three important dimensions that I believe will influence uh, our ability to make the best use of such future of work, which is based on remote and hybrid work. One of them is to think of your organization both physically and digitally. We use the word physical. This is the nice blend between being physical. This is the way you encourage employees for some time to be in the office, sometimes to be anywhere, and yet be connected. So we need to think of work in the digital ways in future. But let's come to the third dimension of what the organization must focus. And that is the employee himself. The employee himself or herself must be also autonomous. And autonomous is not unquestionable freedom. It's not license. It actually comes with two important aspects, which is ownership and accountability. So if you create a more integrated framework for the workplace, where the workplace is physical, leaders are inspired, and employees are autonomous, therefore they are owned and accountable, and provide all the infrastructure, both soft and hard infrastructure required, we will create the future that we want.